You're listening to the Biz Women Rock podcast, and this is a special series celebrating mompreneurs. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are an action-taking, savvy businesswoman who's obsessed with growth, then you're in the right place. Right now, you're listening to the Mompreneur series on the podcast. And during the very first episode of this series, I talked a lot about the Mompreneur mission statement. So I have gone ahead and created one for you to download for free. Just go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash MMS. This mompreneur mission statement has been the foundation of what allows me to live very purposefully in two areas of my life that I consider so important to me, my business and my life as a mother. So go download this free tool for you to use to thrive in your mompreneur life today. So as we wrap up this Mompreneur series, number one, I really want to thank you for listening. If you are a mompreneur, I hope you got so much great information out of this. And if you're not, I really appreciate you listening because truthfully, business is business, time management is time management, and we all juggle so many things on our shoulders. And so I really hope that you could identify with some of these stories and some of these challenges and some of these great experiences experiences that many of these women spoke about no matter what. So I had revealed to you in the very first kickoff episode of this series that one of the reasons that I was putting on the series was a selfish. I mean, I really wanted to get inside of the heads of these women who I have so much respect for. I wanted to know how they actually did this thing called mompreneurship and um, were they actually doing it? Was this a big curtain? (laughs) Were there underlying things that we don't really talk about that actually started coming out? So I wanted to circle back around. And as we conclude the series, I wanted to let you know a couple of things. Number one, on this particular episode, I'm going to be talking about the four ways that this mompreneur series actually changed the way that I approach my business and my daughter. And um, we're going to be hearing from a handful of the Biz Women Rock community members about their particular mompreneur stories here today. And then next week, there's actually a bonus episode for this series with Denise Duffield Thomas of Lucky Bitch. Um, And she's coming in after this kind of conclusion episode because we're mompreneurs and we just had to have that scheduled then. (laughs) And I really wanted to make sure that she was a part of this series. So that's going to come in next week as a bonus episode. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode, which is the four ways that this mompreneur series has completely shifted how I approach my business and my daughter. Number one, My life as a mom and my life as an entrepreneur are not separate. This is a lesson that I have learned. They are, in fact, two different elements of my life that are part of the whole. Just like my right arm and my left arm are two separate body parts but still work in tandem with each other and are vital parts of my entire body. This is not how I've been approaching mompreneurship. 
I've been so proud of the fact that I'm 100% present when it's mommy time and I'm 100% present when it's business time. And while truthfully, that's really good to be present and be in the moments, and most definitely time needs to be managed so I can put my energy into the two well, the overall life I lead does not separate these two things. So my lesson has been to let these two bleed more into each other to talk about business with Sedona around, to do some work even, (gasps) gasp, at times if I really need to, to chill the hell out when I'm at a business meeting with her and just have the conversations that I can have with the toddler around me. (laughs) And not to get all pissy because I can't be a mommy and a businesswoman at the same time, which is something that I have said many times after going to a meeting with her. So this allows Sedona to see her mommy at work, and it allows me to just be this giant thing called a mompreneur all at once. This was a big, big takeaway for me. Number two, the pursuit of time management mastery is a necessary endeavor. Work-life balance is a myth, so I prefer to focus on time management How am I proactively creating the schedule that best suits my life? And what do I do and have in place to optimize every single minute of the day? The big lesson here is that there is no such thing as mastery of time management. What was incredibly clear during all of the interviews with these women, with every single woman, was that they put a lot of time and effort into managing their time wisely. They had to in order to give attention to all the things they deem as important. However, things never go 100% according to plan. And so they understood that time management was never going to be mastered. They did their best and then adjusted as needed. And the way that this has massively affected me is allowing me to have a lot of grace with myself and understanding that there is no such thing as time management mastery, even though I love that term. It is the pursuit of it that is necessary to make this whole thing happen. And so this element of grace that I heard from every single woman was huge for me because all of a sudden it allowed me to not have to be perfect. And when Sedona's sleep schedule was completely off and I wasn't sleeping correctly and so the day after didn't go accordingly, all of that was okay. All of that was seriously okay. It didn't mean that I sucked at time management. It just meant that life is messy and that's kind of the way it happens sometimes. So that was a massive impact on my life. Number three, organizing one's life is a must and the tools and the manner of organization are always evolving. During this series, I had a serious realization that my methods of organization no longer worked for me. And after a few weeks of feeling in a cloud of chaos, I finally got a planner, a whiteboard calendar, and completely revamped the way I organized myself every day. Managing a toddler, a romantic relationship with my husband, general life things, and a growing business requires serious organization. Number four, your mindset will determine the path you travel. One of my favorite moments of this series was when Carissa Hill talked about how she simply decided that she was going to have a seriously high-earning and fast-growing business and spend ample time with her six-month-old. 
She does tons of things to train her mind that anything is possible. This resonated with me so much because I've put a lot of time and effort into mindset work. Now, that being said, I'm going to be honest about the fact that I have moments when I want to scream at the universe about how flippin' challenging this path actually is. Times when I feel like I'm doing it all on my own. Times when I want to work, but I've already dedicated that day to Sedona. Times when I want big things to happen in my business now, but I literally don't have enough work hours to complete it during the week. Times when I just want to give up the hard push of growth in my business because I'm loving mommying so much. And honestly, these were the things that I expected to commiserate with my fellow mompreneurs about during this series. But when Carissa talked about this constant mindset work, I realized that yes, these experiences of mine can be true, but ultimately my mind is the one in charge of where I go. Whether I enjoy this journey and get the most out of every single moment or whether I struggle. So ultimately, it helped me understand that I already know what my decision is. I want to have joy. I don't want to struggle. (laughs) I can either choose to struggle or I can choose to be in joy. And my decision is always to be in joy. But that means that the Mindset Olympics continues because this is an ever-evolving practice. And here's a bonus. My daughter deserves the same kind of energy, planning, and passion that my business gets. Maria Dismondi's story of how she organizes and plans out time with her kids was a huge eye-opener for me. While I definitely do activities with Sedona during our mommy-daughter days, and while I'm absolutely proactive about what we do together, Maria's descriptions of the cool stuff she does with her kids really opened my eyes to the disparity between the energy, focus, and excitement with which I approach my business versus the time with my daughter. Sometimes it's just easy to go on autopilot with Sedona or use our day as a brain break for me after going so hard in my business. But I realize that I can get just as excited and ready for fun stuff for me and Sedona to do that can take our time together to an entirely new level of fun, learning, growing, and bonding. Since my interview with Maria, I've had two playdates with other mommies. Literally, I don't think I had had one in her entire existence quite yet. I created my own crafts corner. I created a summer bucket list and have plans for baking cookies together soon. That one has had to wait a little bit because it might be messy now. So those are the four ways, well, four plus one bonus way that this mompreneur series and these great conversations with these incredible businesswomen completely shifted how I approach my business and how I approach my life with my daughter. I would love to hear from you about what you most got out of any one of these interviews or anything in this series that kept popping up for you. I would love to hear it. So feel free to shoot me an email, katie at bizwomenrock.com, or you can always come in our free Facebook group, Biz Women Rock, and just comment there and tag me and let me know. I would love to hear how this has impacted you. To conclude today's episode, I am so excited to share with you the wisdom from your fellow mompreneurs who are part of the Biz Women Rock community with you. 
I reached out to you and asked for stories, stories about your most challenging times as a mompreneur and stories about the best and most exhilarating times as a mompreneur. And the responses I got completely blew me away. I know you are going to love these stories. And I know you're going to connect with at least one of those highs and one of those lows, if not all of them. A special shout out to all the women who participated in this. I cannot thank you enough for being so open and so gracious with the highs, the lows, and the lessons that you've learned so that we can all learn from them. Enjoy. Hey, Katie. My name is Tina Conroy. My business is The Intuitive Woman. One of the best moments I've had came recently as a mompreneur. My son, who's 23 now, said to me that he was so proud of me and that I really was allowing myself to live my passion. He saw me creating my new podcast and he said that he knows that I followed my dream and it's given him the inspiration that he could do anything. It was a fantastic moment. My daughter, who's 19, also gives me such great things. Recently, she liked my Facebook page and she's following me on my Facebook group and she's so supportive. So let me tell you about a challenging moment. This came not that long ago, I think over the summer. My daughter was home for college and we got in the car to run some errands and to pick her up a dress for her. She had something to go to. And I told her she couldn't play the radio, I had to do some work. So I was consistently on the phone the entire time in the car. I was on the phone in the department store. Basically, I was on the phone for a very long time, I'd say even up to two hours. And she said to me that she was really hurt that I didn't spend the time with her, that I'm always on the phone, and it made me really become aware that my time is so limited with my young adults. I see them less and less, and when I'm with them, I wanna be present. So that was a big wake-up call, that when I'm with my children, even though it's a small amount of times at this point, that I want to be present. So those are my moments as a mompreneur. Thanks so much, Katie. Love everything you do. Hi, everyone. I am happy and honored to be a part of Biz Women Rock Mompreneurs Series. We are all accomplished mompreneurs. And my name is Dr. Ellen Ferranti. I am a mompreneur and Dr. Mom for over 30 years, uh, born and raised, trained here in New York City. My most beloved accomplishment, though, is my two adult kids, Christian and Alexandra. I am so grateful and so proud of them. I do own multiple businesses here in New York. I have a medical practice, Ellen J. Ferranti, MD. I'm president of Stem Cell Sciences, Inc., which is uh, owned with my husband, which is a small private stem cell company. I am also a physician advisor for Nikolai Chabana Physician, PC., which is a private infusion center for customized cancer treatment protocols and immunotherapy. I'm also the managing partner of Chibano Associates, LLC. Katie asked us to speak about one of the best moments we've had as mompreneurs and also the most challenging moments. And, And I did think about this. And with regard to the best moment, goes back to when my children were young. We took a trip to Disney, and we stayed at the Polynesian uh, Village at Disney, and we went to the Ohana restaurant, which Ohana means family. 
and my parents were divorced and remarried to other people for many, many years, and they hadn't seen each other in years, and I hadn't seen them in a while, and I asked both sides of the family to come to dinner at Disney at Ohana. I invited my aunt and uncle, and it was just so wonderful for everyone to get together and sit and have dinner to watch the kids interact and watch the grandparents um, just have fun. We talked about old times. My parents hadn't seen each other in well over 10 years at that point. And they just got along, which I guess is what family is all about. And um, great memory. On the other hand, one of the most challenging moments was when my daughter was about 10 and a half, 11. She was very sick. Uh, we had gone to multiple pediatricians here in New York City, and uh, no one was able to make a diagnosis. And I was just trying to carry on the businesses, trying to make her feel better. And I was particularly upset because here I am, a doctor of so many years, not a pediatrician though, and I, we just couldn't figure out what was going on with her. I remember going into a church with her. Uh, we have a country home upstate and just sitting with her after Mass and praying that it would come to me, uh, what her diagnosis was, what she had. And then I suddenly realized that the symptoms were similar to symptoms in, in patients that I had treated when I was an intern way back when. And I said, uh, gee, it really sounds like it's pancreatitis, but you know, an 11-year-old's not supposed to get pancreatitis, and that's what the pediatric GI kept telling me, et cetera. Um, I was resolute about getting an answer in her and took her into our emergency room at St. Vincent's. And sure enough, it was acute pancreatitis. She was in the hospital for close to uh, two and a half months, three different hospitals. And it was most challenging for me as a doctor because I had visiting hours that were limited. I had doctors that I didn't know who didn't communicate with me. And so I've learned to listen and learned to acknowledge my experience and medical intuition alongside evidence-based medicine. I've learned to hear what patients people have to say, and I hope to do a healthcare podcast about women not being heard. Women need to be heard. So I hope I've given you an insight into who I am. Yes, mompreneur, Dr. Mom. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Hello, sunshine. This is Amy Robles at Think Enriched. To all the women, you biz women rock. Holy smokes, what a cool opportunity to be here. Mompreneur is no joke. It is the craziest thing ever. I got to tell you, there was a time I, I was able to write for a big publication. This was their first group meeting. They were calling and having a group call. If you had any questions, this sort of thing. I was so excited about that. So I, ha I was having that call on my headphones. Everything was muted. It was totally fine. I also was doing a batch of laundry because I am a multitasker. At least that's what I was telling myself. And my little girl was being potty trained. And so I have this call and the all of a sudden I realize I'm not on mute. There are 50 other people around the world hearing the dryer, the washing machine and the dryer just go buzzing like crazy. And you know that sound? It is so obnoxious. Just so you hear it, it's crazy. And in the background, my daughter is screaming, Mom, come wipe my palm. Come wipe my palm. And I just about lost it. All of this hit me at once. It made me realize just three things I would tell 
anyone doing the mompreneur thing. First of all, number one, girl, this is a season. This is only a limited time. It's only going to be like this for a little bit. And you are going to have these crazy memories of the moments when I was podcasting and I was doing this thing and I had gone through the whole routine and got my daughter her drink and her snack and we had a potty break and she was watching the movie and everything. So she was totally calm. I was in the middle of a conversation and my daughter came in and she had a belt just hanging around her neck like she was ready to just, you know, go lasso something. It was so crazy how it happened so fast. Remember, it's a season. It's one time in your life. Number two, one thing at a time. Multitasking is insane. And if you have to put something off to focus on your children, give them what they need so they're taken care of, and then you can focus on what you need to take care of, you are going to save yourself so much time. When you're doing it, you're thinking, this doesn't make sense. But somehow taking care of the ones who your children's needs are taken care of then you can focus, gives you so much power. And what's happening is while you're helping your children, in your mind, you're doing two or three steps of what you need to have happen. So then when you get that 15, 20 minutes, half hour to sit down at the computer, you just go, all those things you got to get written. And finally, this is the most important. You got to laugh. It's insane what we're dealing with. There is so much crazy going on. And so if you don't have a sense of humor, not only are you stressed out, you're stressing everybody else around you and it's not helping you and it's not helping your clients and it is certainly not helping your family. So those are my three tips. Remember, girl, it's only a season. Second, handle one thing at a time. And third, have a sense of humor. Hey, Katie, thanks so much for letting me share. Biz Women Rock! Later. Hi, my name is Audrey Mendez, and I own the Boulder Baby Company. We are a Denver-based startup, and my company produces a small line of very clean baby bath products. We are non-toxic and gluten-free and vegan, and the list goes on. So it's just a very clean product that I am very proud of. One of the most challenging things, that is such a multifaceted question. The first year, um, I, I should back up. I didn't found this business. I bought this business. A friend of mine founded it some years ago, and there came a point at both of our personal and professional lives when he needed to unload this business because he had another one that was taking off and he didn't have time for it. And the business that I had established in South Texas Um, I knew I couldn't maintain because we were moving home to Colorado. So the stars sort of aligned. I had been using the products. I had loved them um, for what I was doing in in Texas. And it was a really nice nice marriage, both timing-wise and interest-wise. So fast forward, uh, I bought the business right after I gave birth. And the first year... uh, I really suffered from uh, postpartum depression. It it was an awful, an awful bout. <laughs> uh, it was it was it was quite a struggle. So for me, the first year was um, allowing myself to put the business on the back burner a bit to understand that I needed to take care of myself first so that I could properly care for my daughter. And then the business would, it it would be there. Uh, That was hard. I felt a great deal of guilt that I wasn't 100% perfect. Um, Hitting on all cylinders 
when it came to my mental health, when it came to motherhood, when it came to um, this business. So that was a, a, a big challenge for me. I'd say apart from that, sort of once once the fog lifted and I was able to move forward, um, the thing that I still struggle with consistently, even though we are making huge leaps forward, um, is being taken seriously. What I do notice is that the people that I collaborate with often to make these products and supply these products and distribute these products, um, they're all men. And it's very hard for me to be taken seriously. Uh, I don't get the same responses as um, my husband does. Oftentimes, I have to call in my husband as a backup arsenal to email or call or touch base or get answers. Um, And it's never an issue for him. People get back to him very, very quickly. I believe part of that is because he's also an attorney. So I think there is an added sense of authority when he reaches out to people, but I mainly feel that it's because, um, he's a man and I'm just the little stay at home mom. Um, I often get the sense that people think I'm playing at business, uh, rather than, than running a business legitimately as a human being, not just as a woman. So I'd say those two things have been the biggest challenge for me. Um, it's it's a great deal of pressure to be a work-at-home mom, to feel that you have to make sure your child is getting 100% of your attention, your business is getting 100% of your attention, running your household, keeping it clean, keeping everyone fed, caring for the animals um, also requires a lot of your attention and somehow fitting in caring for yourself. Um, so it is the whole thing is very challenging. I, it's, it's hard to pinpoint just one. Um, I hope this insight helps. I hope that it also doesn't discourage other women from from moving forward. We can do it if we stick together and we help each other out. One of the best moments so far in my business has been getting my products on the shelves of Whole Foods here in the Denver metro area. It was such an uphill battle to find a store that would carry us, let alone such a large store. Uh, For the first, I'd say, year and a half of owning this business, I was told, no, 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 we don't want this, we don't want this. And that was mainly um, by local stores here, local baby stores, which I found very surprising because I'm a local product. And it just sort of felt... um, Like I was dealing with the mafia a bit. It was very hard to break in with these mom stores. I just was not well received. So when Whole Foods took a chance on me, um, I felt validation. I felt that my product had finally found its home and we had found a fantastic launching point to hopefully expand into other retailers. Uh, Whole Foods was very gracious and they worked with me and they really understood um, the mission of our product and they really believed not only in the product, but they believed in me to come in and connect with customers and sell the product. And it has done well. We've gone from one store to seven stores um, in a very short amount of time and it, it feels like it won't slow down anytime soon. So that has been really an exceptional experience for me. Hi, this is Lisa Brambilla. I am an inventor and the creator of BioUrn, the biodegradable cremation urn that grows a memorial tree, and more recently, Survivorize. 
the brow style kit that offers everybody who like to have fabulous brows, long-lasting, beautiful brows in just a snap. I'd like to share one of my best mompreneur moments, and that was with the creation of BioEarn. Um, many of you have probably heard this story, but it bears repeating since it is probably one of my most proud moments as a mompreneur. You know, my, my son, Billy, was born uh, after my, my husband and I had our pet kid for several years. Maka was our, our faithful companion. She was a Keys Hound dog, and she was uh, originally added to the family to be my husband's co-pilot as he spent long hours driving around all of Southern California and Las Vegas uh, for um, a cell phone carrier uh, and he was visiting the cell sites and so he had many many long hours of driving and kept calling me and as a newlywed I loved hearing from him but not at three and four in the morning so we decided to add Maka to our family so that he would have a companion on these long drives and she he and she enjoyed themselves for several years driving all over and uh, then when my husband was promoted, I actually uh, was ready to have our first child. And so Maka was promoted to babysitter. And so she and my son, Billy, developed a very strong, wonderful bond, went everywhere together, and were totally inseparable and the best of friends. So when people ask me how many children I had, I usually said two, one with fur and one uh, with two legs. Anyway, um, unfortunately, Maka passed and crossed the Rainbow Bridge when Billy was just about six or seven years old, and he was really devastated by her loss. Uh, he couldn't even walk through the living room and see her urn without becoming all sad, and, and uh, we really uh, could hardly bring up her name without him um, becoming so grief-stricken, and the loss of her was something he just could not get over. Even though we had other pets in our family, sometimes as many as four dogs at a time, it just wasn't the same for him. And so I, I, I felt so bad as a parent seeing him going through this grief, and, and it just didn't seem to lessen as time went on. Well, when I created BioEarn, we used Maka's ashes uh, to demonstrate the ease with which it was able to be prepared and planted. And Billy helped us in filming the video and watched us as we used Maka's ashes to prepare our, her, our very first BioWord. And what came next was so surprising and definitely my proudest mom moment, a mompreneur moment. And that was when Billy would go out back to do his chores, he'd make a beeline first for Maka's tree and he'd brush away any dead leaves or anything around the base and note its growth, and then he'd turn around to tell me with an enormous smile on his face. And that, beyond anything else, moved me and touched my heart because if I can create a product that actually helps people get over the grief of losing a, a, a loved one, whether it's a pet or a person, I think I've really done something significant for, for not only my family, but also for anyone who's suffering uh, from, from a loss of someone special. So to, to put my finger on the pulse of what is probably my most proud moment as a mompreneur, it would be that very story.
Once again, I just want to give a big shout out and thank you to Tina, Ellen, Amy, Audrey, and Lisa. Thank you so much for sharing your stories with us today. And I hope that you have really gained something from this Mompreneur series, just like I have. I feel like my lessons are never ending. (laughs) And I feel like I am constantly learning from these women who just continue to show up in their businesses so powerfully and continue to show up in their lives so powerfully. That's what this is all about. That's why I love this podcast. That's why I love being able to have this platform to deliver these stories to you, whether it's about mompreneurs or whether it's about anything, (laughs) anything. These are your ladies who are locked in arms with you on this thing called the business journey. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. This is really the wrap up of our mompreneur series. However, as I mentioned at the beginning, Remember that Denise Duffield Thomas will be featured next week as a bonus episode for the Mompreneur series, and then we will be getting back into some regularly scheduled content, lots of really cool uh, information for you and cool stuff coming up for you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Again, if you have not joined our free Facebook group, Biz Women Rock, go do so. It's at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I'll see you in there.